hello 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 everyone welcome to the green and white soapbox welcome to the podcast to be seen and to be heard that's for the people by the people and about the people i am and it is such an honor and a privilege to be with you once again as we engage in all matters as we explore the soul the heart the mind and engage one another on all things possible welcome ladies and gentlemen boys and girls everyone everywhere of all ages shapes and sizes too the green and white soapbox and i am joined as always by the terrible tornado the terrific one hello hello i feel like all these names keep changing every single time but it's fine i'll get used to it hello everyone i hope that you are well (laughs) (laughs) this is indeed and it's so good to be back um yeah uh, let's have a great session um let's enjoy ourselves and yeah just have a conversation let us have a conversation indeed and it is so good to be back and of course in this new year we can still say it because i mean you know it's the first time happy new year yes you can be like yeah but we're like 40 something days in but it's still a happy new year so happy new year to everyone and indeed one and all we are about to have a wonderful conversation with our special guest of honor today one of the single most profound and wise human beings that i have had the pleasure of knowing i present to everyone today someone who is the definition of young gifted and black and of course hashtag black girl magic a historian and researcher a degreed historian and researcher who is a wealth of wisdom who is a wealth of love and joy and we are introducing to you today drumroll please t <laughs> close enough <laughs> ladies and gentlemen make some noise for miss minky mashiani hello Thank hello you. hello hey, hey. hey. hi everyone <laughs> We are so happy to have you here with us today and we are so glad that you could be a part of this. Thank you for having me. The honor and pleasure is all ours. And so let us get right into it as we have a discussion in this new year. First episode of the Green and White Soapbox for 2022 around something that we explore so often yet we actually don't realize how common or because of its commonality rather how often it can get lost in translation and Mm -hmm. so we are here to talk about today the power of new beginnings but more specifically in this new year and in every new season 
focusing more specifically on a new year and a true me as opposed to a new year new <laughs> me but rather new year true me or true year true me so let us delve into it let us take a breather let us zen ourselves and let us get into this conversation as we explore what it means to be true to yourself in an ever-evolving and changing world. So now I know mm. for a fact that when I had a conversation earlier in the year with Tsiho that she wrote an entire list of New Year's resolutions. I want to do this <laughs> and I want to do that and I want to go hiking and I want to do this and I want to do that. I think most of us do. Like yeah. most people do. But here's my thinking and here's my thought. And, 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 and you can then start us off in this aspect as to what the new year and yes we're 40 odd days into it but everything is still new and a lot of people will tell you that time is just a social construct but there are beliefs of the transitioning from one uh, 365 day cycle to another brings about a specific change and so we all get caught up in writing New Year's resolutions and all those things. But in the greater scheme of things, what does a new year for you mean? What does it present for you when you think about, all right, we've transitioned from 21 going into 22. What is the new year to you? I think like most people, it really symbolizes like a fresh start um, it's a time of like revision and just renewing oneself. It's also a time of taking stock. I know that sometimes we we do that kind of thing, that reflection um, in the end of the year. But I think a lot of people sometimes, you know, tend to um, do it at the beginning, right at the beginning, because then there's like a distinct um change and, and difference that they can point especially like a temporal one mm -hmm. so it becomes easier then to take stock of okay this is what happened or this is what I went through and this is what I'd like to do differently yeah. so for me I think like many other people it's like really a time of like reflection, rejuvenation, renewal um, all the good stuff like taking stock how far have I come what do I want to do it's like a, a fresh start kind of yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, so I hear you. So refresh, renew, rejuvenate, and and and, and all those things, and mm. which 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 has its place certainly, like every other thing, it has its place within the sun. But then the question for me is: if you now let's take those three R's: refresh, rejuvenate, and renew. Renew. Mm. How do we then? What specifically? defines those things how do you look at it and what is the very essence of you know so in essence what are you renewing and yes i i can i can somewhat mm. understand the, the the concept of rejuvenation you know after having been hammered by the year after having been you know beat <laughs> hopefully down. not yeah. hopefully not you know but i mean considering the the, the life we've been living for the past 600 odd days yeah. of this pandemic but how, how how does that look in how how do we define renewal re rejuvenation and what is a, a a practical example to you uh, to be able to you know define those because 
it's one thing and 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 this is what we often do we pay a whole lot of lip service but we often are not able to correlate that mm. with the action you know so we get caught up in that space so how do, how does it look how does renewal look how does rejuvenation look how does refreshing look i think it'll look different for different people mm. but i if i um if i think about it um off the top of my head i think for a lot of people that kind of thing is carried by intention yeah. right so there's this intention to move towards something which we would consider new yeah which often might not even be like it's new as in it's a it's a it's a whole different thing uh, like a brand new thing altogether but um maybe just like a revision of something that or, was already pre-existing yeah. so it's it depends but i think what carries all of those things and what really sustains all of those things um is intention um but more than that um moving from intention and getting it to a practical dimension as you say requires you know some kind of audit of one's habits and i i think james clear talks about this a lot in his mm-hmm. book atomic habits yeah. where he really says it's the small things that one does and i think when we think about renewal and change and all of those things we really do look towards the spectacular like defining moments like oh it's a new year it's the 31st and then it's the first of Jan, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, we want these big, um, like changes, like things that can help us yeah. signify and mark those changes. Mm-hmm. But it's really the small things that, for me at least, have carried like my sense of renewal. So mm-hmm. things like ha- look, looking at your routine, mm-hmm. uh, looking at maybe your friendships or your connections, um, the things that really make up the day to day, the quotidian, as mm-hmm. they say. So. It's looking at those things um, and really working them into weaving them into like your your everyday. That's what makes it like finally a practical thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is absolutely absolutely amazing. So Tsuko, I know that you had, um, I know there's something on your mind. But before that, when you started the year, I know that you wanted to do this and you wanted to do that and you wanted to do that. So based on what Minky just told us right now, where are you 40 days into the new year? Do you think you've been intentional? Do you think you've been, you know, you've had a certain sense of purpose going into this new year in terms of your your, your desire to want to rejuvenate, refresh and renew? Hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with what Minky has been saying. And she's also been educating me a lot, actually. I, I, I told you this will be the greatest like, podcast ever you're about to just take it in like know, we could literally just listen to her all I, the time i actually don't see the purpose of us being here i mean she can exactly. Oh, no. exactly. like we could literally just <laughs> listen to her for come the on just speak. you can just, just speak it. minky and yeah <laughs> i i definitely agree with you talking about it being like the beginning of you know yeah. of everything and so forth it's also a bit challenging for me i'm i'm too excited about this right so i feel like it's yes it's the beginning of the year but i also a part of me also feels mm-hmm. like it's a new day you know it's just like any other day mm. like you wake up it's the first of 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 january it's just the next day man like you know nothing 
happened eggs, <laughs> right? You know, the, the, the sun is not suddenly rising on the other side and setting, you know. Mm. So, yeah, but definitely it is, it does feel like it's the beginning of everything. Like, let's start from scratch, you know. Let's erase what we want to erase and literally start from afresh. So, I think where I am at this moment is this year I just wanted to be a little bit more intentional, focus a bit more mm-hmm. on myself. And so, you know, like, like Link has been saying in terms of starting a new year, refreshing, all of that. So it's still a work in progress. It's too soon to say, but... <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. Which yeah, is good. but I, this, I'm definitely doing something about it. I think my only concern is we start so well. Like, you know, people go to the gym, all of a sudden you see them go version active, it's full... And then, you know, we start, you see less people all of a sudden in this space. <laughs> yeah. So the True. only thing that I'm literally praying for is consistency to just keep up that momentum throughout whatever, whatever it is that you've, you wanted to achieve or that you, whatever your intentions are about this year, the whole, my just, my yeah. whole prep, my whole prayer is your, can I just be consistent? Because I know the. Um, beginning of the year fever we just all have these goals mm. and intentions but the only problem is steams are whatever so that's just that's just my concern now. Mm. Yeah, yeah but I think uh, more than consistency what has helped me is really just gravitating more towards flexibility yeah um, and that I think is rooted in the acknowledgement that things will happen right yeah. um, you can start out pretty well yeah but life is not linear and right. it's not predictable. Yes. Things will happen. So I think I've taken just like an attitude of being flexible mm-hmm. and being willing to adapt yeah. as and when things change. And I think one other thing that I, I've noticed is that a lot of us um, tend to think or, or envision our New Year's resolutions and plans yeah. as something that's set in stone. Mm. Yeah. Right. And that doesn't really account for the unpredictable nature mm-hmm. of life. Yeah. Like we plan and we envision and we dream and that is very good. Mm-hmm. But in, in the same breath, we also have to be cognizant of the fact that we, can't, we don't know the future. Like we actually don't know what will happen tomorrow. Exactly. But it's not to say that we should discard our plans altogether. Exactly. But we should cultivate like, you know, just the, um, the capacity to adapt, the, mm. the willingness to be... To be changed and to yeah. let, you know, life do its work in us, you know. Um, it's not, we, we really, like, it, it's as simple as that sometimes, but yeah. also as difficult as that. Let's yeah. I think it consistency, is. Consistency, flexibility. If I, if, I, if I can interrupt you there, my apologies. I think it's easier yes, to go ahead. Because, I mean, I mean, if you wanted to achieve a certain thing at a certain time, you know, um, I know life is going to happen and, and we, all, we always say that mm-hmm. it's like saying leave room for disappointment sort of to say but it's really I think it takes a strong person and strong emotions and all of that to just say yo things are not working the way that I wanted them to work but I, you know this is really just what I want and maybe like that one goal revolves around all the other goals like it causes a ripple effect on mm. everything else you know so I think Yes, like you said, it, it's easy as that, but it's just as difficult. It's really, I think it's really difficult. And yes. it can literally set the yeah. tone for the year, depending on how you receive what the universe is throwing at you. You you know, you can mm-hmm. give up on everything else because you're, 
I know I know how tough it is, especially now if you consider the economy and we know how difficult it is, like finding yeah. a job. And maybe everything depends on that. You, you're saying, okay, I want to get a job. After getting a job, I'm getting an apartment. I need to move out of here. I need to get a car. So now the very first one, your first stepping stone is not happening. You know, then what? So you're basically mm. giving up on the rest of this year. You're like, okay, shop. No, it ain't happening. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Thank you. <laughs> so we just threw a spanner in the works. You really did. Like you literally were just like, okay, so I'm gonna come and be a a a, a wolf and like just scare <laughs> all the happens. sheep away. But he does very. But it, 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 it is true. Yeah. It, it is true. It really does. No, you're quite right. And yeah, but I think this is where once again, I, um, it becomes especially important to cultivate that, um, capacity for dexterity you know like it's not i i know it sounds very easy but i think that's actually where the work is you know when we cultivate like newness when we walk towards a new chapter in our lives um i think the work really is hidden in our ability to adapt and to be kind to ourselves yeah um, because there's only so much that we can control. I like to say that it's important to take stock and be aware of what is within your sphere of control yes. and what isn't. Yes. So when you devise these plans for like a new year, true me, yeah. uh, there will be things that you can do um, that are within your capacity to do. And those are like the internal things more often than not. Yeah. And then there will be the external things that you don't see coming and that you actually don't have control over. So I think that what helps and, and what really can sustain, you know, the, the, the drive towards a new and truer version of oneself is being able to, to be flexible. Yeah cultivating the capacity to be you know for for dexterity because it's not something that is innate in all of us i think we're we're shaped differently there are multiple Mm. variables that have contributed to um who we who have become many of them rooted in our childhood and um the things that have happened there um but it's something that really can like it can be done yeah like it, it really I think is a very valuable and worthwhile investment to make into oneself because yeah. you're never ever I don't know anyone and I listen to a lot of Oprah uh-huh. so I listen to a lot of people <laughs> by extension <laughs> but I've never heard and I've never met anyone mm-hmm. you know who could reliably predict the future all the time maybe yeah. you can you know um, have insights about certain things mm-hmm. that could happen and maybe inclinations and feelings and mm-hmm. that's beautiful but I don't know anyone who can say hey guys this is actually how it's going to pan out and I know what I'm doing and yeah. I can control everything and I have accounted for every single factor you know in my plan it's not possible but what is important is grace uh, for oneself mm. um, flexibility and just doing that continual work of cultivating that if you don't have the capacity then cultivate it you know it's not all lost yeah yeah grace what what i'm getting from this is i feel like then in between working towards your your resolutions your goals and all of that it's also really important to work on yourself because you've just said it's really important mm. to, you know, to be graceful towards yourself and all of that. Mm-hmm. And that can only happen if you've just honestly also invested in yourself. In as much as we want all the material stuff and we're working towards that, it's also imperative that we also work on ourselves to say, okay, I need to be the best version of myself so that whatever life throws mm-hmm. at me, then I know I can take it. 
You know, I think that's mm. why I'm genuinely gathering from what you've just said, which is quite yeah. important. Yes. And I think on top of that, um, Tiho, it's also about like, you know, when you reflect and when you do these these intentions and you set these goals, which are often very big and lofty, and that's yeah. great. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Um, but it's also important to determine for yourself and interrogate for real, you know, what is setting the tone for some of these intentions? Because yeah. sometimes we get so caught up in pursuing dreams that aren't even ours, mm. you know? So Ooh. who's really like determining the trajectory of your vision mm-hmm. of your life yeah. of your whatever it is that you'd, you'd be working towards and wanting to yeah. craft in the beginning mm. I think it's important to really think about that what what is setting the tone for you is it like an external thing and we're all susceptible to those influences mm. that's not a bad thing it's a human thing mm. um, but we really need to be honest with ourselves and yeah. gentle as we do that as yeah. well because I think what many of us will find could be quite uh, shocking well at least it was for me <laughs> so yeah I'm so and, and here's the thing I told you but did I not tell you I don't want to stop did talking did I not tell you did I not tell you though like that this did. would just be we had this conversation we had this I conversation think you, I think you just it was an understatement how you said it but it's fine you can go ahead <laughs> <laughs> no 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 you see the thing is sometimes you you gotta there's, there's a saying that if your house uh, won't sell you Mm-hmm. then the streets won't buy you Ooh. so so mm. so we needed to bring the house mm. so the house can 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 be sold so the <laughs> streets can then be able to buy, to buy. but <laughs> what's so amazing is uh well i'm just i've got chills 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 um you know this notion of grace and there was something that I'll, I'll, I'll pick up on that that Seho mentioned as well. So, you know, the difference between a resolution and a goal is that, you know, a resolution is a statement of intent, while mm-hmm. a goal is a statement of commitment. Mm. So you've got commitment vis-a-vis intent, you know, and they obviously have you know various aspects that 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 interlink you know so someone will tell you intent and 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 commitment you got to have consistency but then you have this bastion of black excellence then coming to tell us <laughs> that dexterity oh no is key <laughs> in life but then Mm. How do you, and, and not only is dexterity key, but dexterity comes with being able to put and give yourself grace. Grace is favor, mm. unmerited favor, if you will, upon yourself. Now, how do you then tell someone, because of this commitment and intention and often fueled as understated, and 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 prefaced by Tsiho by material things, you know, I need to have this apartment, I need mm. to have this because the world creates that if you're not mm. working by the time you're twenty six and you're not doing this and mm. you're not doing that and you're not married and all those other things, whether you know it and especially in the black culture, you know, mm. whether you're mm. a man or a woman, you know, for example, as a woman there there's 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 a limit on you know your 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 
reproductive mm. health to be mm. like if you don't have a child by so and so tagata how they didn't the first born but like the second born when now you're talking and then you know as a as a man <laughs> you know and then as a man you then have this aspect of you know if you're not doing this and you know uh, the 10-year challenge when i was your age i was mm-hmm. doing this that and the <laughs> other and so how do you then extend that favor to yourself mm. because it works with yes you must you know work on yourself but how do you extend that favor toward yourself in a world where you're surrounded by unfavorable conditions and unfavorable conditions can be emotionally mentally mm. spiritually and otherwise so how do you extend that favor in an unfavorable world in an unfavorable world and unfavorable circumstances yeah. i'd say um I think what has helped me is really um cultivating a safe cushioning for myself. Mm. So there will be moments in this journey where you realize that I'm actually quite vulnerable because yeah. as you said there are all these external pressures yeah. and there are all these um internal issues that are tied to that as well. Yeah. Um I think in it you know in in that um regard what has helped is been cultivating a safe cushioning for myself and recognizing the moments where I actually can't engage with a lot of these things so that yeah. can look um like a lot of things it can look like disengaging i believe mm. in that so that you can hear yourself clearer mm. it can look like um just getting help if that's what you need it can mm. look like um doing the things that will you know bring you back to your center so i think yeah. for me um i say all of this to just say that the the basics are, are quite important right you can't expect yourself to pivot when you're not well yeah. you can't expect mm. yourself to pivot when you are um so overcome by all these external pressures yes. which have a ripple effect in our lives you know in the in our you know the wealth the health of our of our minds and our spirits and our bodies etc etc so that would be the first thing cultivating a safe cushioning for oneself mm. recognizing where you are um and getting yourself to a place of stability yeah. first right then the second thing which i think feeds into that is cultivating nourishing uh, and doing the things that nourish you yeah. right so that can look like what fills me up yeah. what really you know brings out the spark mm. in my life and will get me inspired mm. because i i believe there's a place for inspiration mm-hmm. um so for me that has looked like really just reaching out to friends napping like a lot yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. those things really fill that. me up you know so what is nourishing to me yeah. and then the third which is i think one of the most difficult things to ever undertake um is really cultivating this idea of i can extend grace to myself because of who i am mm. which is a child of god mm. and not because of what i do mm. so that's speaking to you know that idea of having mm. an innate worthiness and mm. pouring into that affirming that tapping mm. into that drawing from that yeah. moving from that creating from that place yeah. because i don't see how anything else is going to be sustained the way that i see it and i could be wrong yeah. um is that you're either moving from a place of 
you know, deep worthiness, something in between, or like the extreme end, which is usually things like shame, you know, Mm. like from a shame-based place and Mm. a fear-based kind of thinking and uh, belief system, which is not a bad thing at all, but it's just about having the awareness, you know, where am I? Um, And how can I get get myself to a place of of stability? How do I do the things that will bring me joy um, and what are the things that will remind me that I'm yeah. inherently worthy so yeah. there's really no reason for me to not um, to, to you know to withhold grace and compassion from myself the world will will beat you for you you don't yeah. have to you don't have mm. to do that yeah. Yeah. that's what the world is there to do it ah. will beat you down it will mm. break you down and I mean we hope against all hope that that doesn't happen but that's more often, you know, what happens for a lot of us. So the only thing that you can do, or one of the most important things rather, is that you cultivate an, an innate worthiness. You cultivate a sense of kindness um, within yourself, towards yourself, and ensure that you are at least that safe space. So barricade your heart if you need to, yeah. but just get yourself to a place of recognizing that it's because of who you are. All of this, you know, your place here, yeah. what you do, how you move, how you breathe, the, the way that you impact people is because of who you are which comes from an inherently divine and good and holy and expansive place. So there's no way that you as a creation of all of that can't mirror that, right? And you didn't have to do anything to earn it. You didn't have to qualify for it. It was given to you the second you were here or the second you were, you know, being dreamt up. <laughs> so it's, it's about really getting to that place of recognizing that it's all about, all of this is really about who you are and yeah. not what you do. That's a different, um, I think, element, which yeah. is not, you know, it, it's quite important as well, but I don't think it's central. It starts with who you are, recognizing yeah. that you have inherent worth and value and, you're just like the best thing. <laughs> That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah. The star player of the game, you're the ab- MVP, absolutely. the all-star, the pivot, the absolutely. playmaker, the captain, the coach, whatever it is mm. that you In need. fact, sorry, Emoji. No um, problem. Just this week, I saw someone posting on Instagram because that's my like guilty pleasure always. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, not guilty, but joyful pleasure. Your joyful pleasure, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um, I, I like that joy. They were posting a, a, an excerpt from Marianne Williamson, I think mm. she's called, yeah. And she was saying that, you know, it's not contrary to popular belief, arrogant to think of yourself as important, mm. as valuable, mm. as great. What is arrogant is actually the belief that you're not all of those things because you think you are untouched by the love of God. Ah, That's what makes it, and I'm paraphrasing here, but I think that's really the essence of all of this, you know, that it's not arrogant, despite what society might want to reinforce. It's not, um, you know, out of line or, you know, misplaced for one to say that I'm a child of God and I'm great and I didn't need to do anything to qualify it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, sorry for you, capitalism. Sorry for you, all these isms and yeah. systems. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's quite, you know, um, she argues, and I, I tend to agree with her, that it's quite arrogant to think that you, you could be here as a creation of God, of the divine, and be untouched by its love, which is just, yeah. I'm just so mind blown. I am just so... Ooh, my heart is warm. I just feel like I'm on a cloud. I'm flying <laughs> yeah. high. 
I am just oh my, I am just so full right now. I can easily describe this and this is like what four, five episodes in mm-hmm, sure. hashtag greatest episode ever. ever. <laughs> hashtag greatest <Yes>. episode <laughs> ever because this just oh my goodness like it there's this oh my word like i'm literally i'm so sorry everyone (laughs) all i can say is oh my word because oh my word and if you agree with her i agree with you so i agree with her too because (laughs) that is so true and Mm -hmm. and 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 here's the thing and and or, or, or here's another angle based on all of this can we then really say that we actually renew you know there's there's the there's the age old adage you know um those who do not learn their history are doomed to repeat it mm. and such and so even in renewing would you say even in extending all these things would you say in line with reflection all the things that might have stolen that spark and that joy and that you know that 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 might have stolen that spark that joy that power from you would you say that as you transition from one year to another and you do all these things would you say you're really new or would you rather say that you have to bring some of the old with you to be able to, yes, one, reflect, but two, to also be able to kind of build yourself and fortify yourself to be able to say, this and that happened, but here I am now. And the essence of my true self is, yes, I am worthy. I'm Mm. a child of God, beautiful, brilliant, Pedacious and every other good thing under the sun. I may be dark, but when I stand in the sun, I glow because mm. light emanates from me. But does being true to yourself, does it also not require in creating all these spaces, does it also not require being truthful about your shortcomings, but not in a way in which you beat yourself down because the world will already do that but in a way to be able to say i'm made in his image i might not be able to do it all but i am still here so how so it's a two-part question Mm -hmm. do we carry those with us and then as a result are we new but also how do we take those shortcomings and do we turn them into our strengths I think we do. I think we do carry like, you know, a very, there's, yeah. a, there's a part of us that stays through all the changes, right? That remains constant um, in the face of all the variables. Mm-hmm. And I think people, different people from different spiritual, I think, parts will theorize mm-hmm. that part differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also this like, you know, um, study now, I think it's called, the book is called The Body Keeps Score. Mm -hmm. And it's really speaking about how, you know, we have epigenetic memory. So Mm -hmm. the things that, there are things that we have inherited from, you know, our forefathers and, you know, Mm -hmm. the things that, you know, are carried through our ancestry and DNA. Mm -hmm. So there's that dimension also. So it's not all 
about you as an individual mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. know now mm-hmm. but there's also a layer that you inherit from people who walked the earth before you mm-hmm. and those will be good things and bad things mm-hmm. but equally if we can accept that as you know as a as an argument i think that we can also argue that there is a part of you that stays that remains mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. all the changes mm-hmm. and you actually carry that self i believe into the new as the new year or the yeah. new time frame or the new the changes whatever it is that would be um being made new i think and in answering this it's actually leading me to think a bit more deeply about your your second question mm. um do we take stock is there room to do all of that and to acknowledge mm. that we might have erred here or whatever mm. i think certainly and this is where i go back to that point about um inherent worthiness mm. innate worthiness mm. um because you you then get to realize that there's nothing inherently wrong with me mm. as a being mm. right but there may be things in my behaviors, mm. in my attitudes, in my um, beliefs or whatever convictions that I carry that need adjustment, that need yeah. fix- fixing. Some of them need to be completely overhauled. Yeah. And I don't think one can um, honestly and truthfully carry themselves into a, a, any change really mm. that is significant mm. without first grappling with those um, those aspects. Yeah. Carl Jung calls it the shadow and I think mm. it's important to face it, you know, mm. because how are you going to stand in the light if you don't yeah. really, you know, interrogate yeah. what is it that uh, obscured the light to begin with? Yeah. What is it that um, made it difficult for me to embrace it or made it difficult for me to find solace and yeah. a belonging and identification with that part of my Myself. Yeah. So it's important to do that work. And I, I think that um, in still in doing that, there is room for grace. There's room for kindness. There's also room for accountability. You know, it's not these things aren't mutually exclusive. You yeah. can do both. You know, it's always both. And yes, this and this, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be an either or. Yeah. But there's definitely, you know, I think the core essence of us that sustains all of this work. Mm. And that's where, you know, I, I think. Some people have called it the seat of the soul. Some people have called yeah. it the presence. Some people call it your higher self. Whatever it is that you believe, but there's a part yeah. of us that stays, um, and that isn't to say that we aren't continually changing. So it's yeah. a paradoxical kind of yeah. uh, thing where you're constantly changing, but you're also like the same. It's like that scripture that says there's nothing new under the sun. In fact, yeah. we know that we're constantly creating and generating, yeah. but we know also that all of these things that we think are new are in some ways and in some respects not new at all. Yeah. So it's just that paradoxical thing that we we sometimes have to grapple with and that's the beauty and mystery of being alive and being a human being on this earth, I think. Hashtag greatest <laughs> episode ever. ever. Not putting enough emphasis ever. on the pod ever. Um, but I think they're going to stop thinking we're lying because we keep saying this. I think we keep getting better and better, right? <laughs> ah, man, you're so amazing. You're adding so much um, so much wisdom, you know, and you're making so much Thank sense. Thank you, Sihu. And uh, there's so much reflection that one can do actually after listening to this podcast. And, you know, you just ask yourself and take stock and actually see mm. how far am I actually on this journey because I think like you've just said, the world is already so harsh on you. There's no need for you to add on to that, you know. I think it's also mm-hmm. important to remember, just to add on to that, it's also important to remember that 
honestly comparison is the stealer of joy like i can't emphasize this enough because sometimes Mm. you do achieve those goals and dreams you get your apartment or you don't get an apartment you get something else but the minute i see chlohi chlohi's apartment is like bigger than mine or you know it's in a better area or whatever then i it's it starts to feel like i did not achieve my goal you know those Mm. are also some of the things i said i wanted to get a car but then winky goes and gets a mercedes um and then, yeah. um, you know, and I look at my, I'm like, oh, okay, yo, now it doesn't feel like you've achieved. At some point, you're excited, like, yo, I got to achieve A, B, C, and D. But now, when you start comparing it to somebody else, then, you mm. know, it starts feeling like you didn't achieve it, or it's like a, you start undervaluing it. So I think it's also important yeah. to remember that mm. your dream is still your dream. Your goal is still your dream. How and when, and I'm not sure, whatever. As long as it gets achieved, it, get, it gets achieved. Yeah. The minute I start looking in, at the other person and what they're doing and in comparison to mine, then you you become, you don't become as satisfied anymore with what you have mm. and what God has blessed you with. Mm. Yeah. I think that, and maybe I'm pretty sure a lot of people would disagree. I think Mm. there's a place for comparison. Mm. I think there's a place for um, jealousy a little Mm. bit. Because there is a part of that, um, you know, those um, place, you know, uh, those emotions rather, let's say, that actually do serve a a generative purpose in our Mm -hmm. lives, you know. I think we're constantly improving because there is something to compare compare where we are to. Do you know what I mean? Um, We're constantly... dreaming up new things and aspiring towards new things for ourselves yeah. because there's some, there's a point of reference, yes. you know? Um, I think, I, I do know that it, it gets tricky sometimes, but I think that it's just important to keep a balance about it. Um, but, you know, as, as I think one of my, one of my favorite people in the world once said, you know, you eat the meat, but you throw away the bones. So as for as long as you, you're able to just straddle that balance of saying, okay, I'm comparing myself to this, but I'm not necessarily um, letting it cloud yeah. my mm. sense of self and my sense of achievement. That's the... That's the tricky. That's the tricky part, and I think this is why community. You know, having people to do life with to mirror back the parts of yourselves that are that are most true and earnest becomes important because those are the people that are able to say, actually, this is now clouding your mm-hmm. your judgment a little bit, or you can do this, but I mean. Do you want to check in with yourself mm-hmm. and see if you can't create something that's different, um, that speaks to, to who you are mm. in a more truthful way? So it's, it's important to realize and to recognize that all of this work cannot be done in isolation. Yeah. I think this neoliberal paradigm that mm. we're under now has, you know, we've, we've inculcated the sense of individuality so much that we think that everything should just be carried by us. So even the changes that we aspire towards yeah. should be facilitated by us alone. Alone. But in, in actuality, we don't we don't live in silos. We don't live in a vacuum. We share space with people. We share yeah. spaces with family, blood, friends, chosen family, whatever, um, whatever you want to call it. But it's important to have people around you with whom you will do this life walk thing, mm. who will mm. carry you at different parts of the of your journeys uh, yeah. of your journey, and whom you will also carry at different points. So it's 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 just tapping into community as well. Mm. Um, having a you know balance 
having a balanced perspective of even the things, the most human thing, because I, I don't know anyone who can honestly say that I've never compared myself to anyone. Yeah. I've never wanted something that someone else had. Yeah. But I don't um, believe in the school of thought that says there are negative emotions mm. or uh, there are things that certainly feel bad, yes, and we, we need to be cognizant of that and let that do its work and teach us and mold us and, you know, chisel us in the ways that mm. we need. Um but there's also, you know, this and uh, this newly, I think, emerging understanding that yeah. there's, you know, not everything doesn't have to be like in this is good and bad. Yeah, you know, the jealousy is like an inherently bad thing. We can actually look a little bit, you know, peek into what jealousy actually is. What yeah. work does it do? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything that we experience here that isn't necessary in some respect, and I mm. think some of it is like really twisted, and I, yeah. I take it up with. <laughs> My creator quite a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think everything serves a purpose and yeah. we just need to try as much as we can, relying on other people, tapping into the resources that we do have around us and within us yeah. um, to, you know, strike a balance. Yeah. Hashtag greatest episode <laughs> ever. ever. Was that better? Yeah. I think it was better. Was that better? Not the best. Was but that better? better. <laughs> All right, we'll get there. We're, we're getting there. there. We're getting there. We're getting there. All right, I think maybe you just have to take over the ever then, and <laughs> and and I think there's 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 something profound that came once again. The notion that even the otherwise things, the off ramp things, those are a part of life. They have a purpose. They have a a space. There's there's a time. There's a place, and all that. So, in light of all those things, what then would you say? This is the first part of the question, and then we'll get to the second one. Mm -hmm. In light of all these things, who or what is in this new year, in this new season, in everything under the sun, who or what is then the true you? The true you, I think I would say that it's, is, it's an assemblage of all of these things, mm -hmm. the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's the most truest version of yourself. Um, millennial, well, younger millennials <laughs> and Gen <laughs> whatever <laughs> have been teaching us about um, okay, the thought has escaped me now but I think it's just an assemblage of all of these versions of yourself oh, they were, they, they've been teaching us about this phenomenon of like uh, toxic positivity okay. and I think they say that it's you know this um, tendency to want to only uphold and speak about like the bright shiny things about ourselves yeah. about the world yeah. about the things that we're doing so um, in a way that denies and negates the reality of all the other things mm -hmm. um, and I think that the truest version of ourselves is the one that still emerges mm -hmm. you know after all of these things it's the one that has stayed throughout the good throughout your worst where you really didn't feel deserving uh, where you really didn't feel like you know I'm going to pull through or whatever um, and it's also the part of us that sp that aspires for and strives for more. Yeah. So it's 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 just like it's an assemblage of all these parts of ourselves. 
Mm. I'm interested. What is your answer, and what is Tiho's answer to this question? Okay, what is what first. is your truest? Uh, what is the true you? Tiho can answer first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have the capacity or the knowledge to answer that. Like, I think whenever it comes to myself, it's so difficult. <laughs> I, I, it's, a, it's a learning progress. Honestly, I always say it's a work in progress. Uh, I, I will not be able to answer that, guys. Like, yo, that is so tough. <laughs> That's the truest view right now, actually. That's the truest view. So, no, well done. So, well, well done. done. Yes, you cracked it. <laughs> but you guys are being so nice to me and kind. No, no. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. Only truth. Only truth. But I think, um, you know, someone, I read somewhere, um, someone describing themselves as a masterpiece mm. trying to master peace mm. so you know masterpiece mm. p-i-e-c-e trying to master p-e-a-c-e mm. english almost escaped me for a moment <laughs> there but it, it it speaks to that true you is indeed the the the, the very makeup as you're saying of who you are mm. the good the bad and the ugly but the true you is at your very essence the spirit of everything when you take mm. everything away the true you is who remains what remains mm. so the true you is love even in a world that doesn't love you mm. the true you is light even when your very life has been just abounding mm. with darkness mm. so the true you is when you look in the mirror morning and night for me that person that you're able to look at in the mirror and there's something from the fault in our stars um, mm. th th there's an interaction between the two main characters in the fault in our stars and they say something along the lines of um their i love you or their concept of i love you is okay and okay is forever so the true you oh, is wow. the person that when you look in the mirror and you're able to say to them okay wow because i think that describes content mm. that describes willingness mm. that describes purpose so the true you is that person even in spite you know as they always say we don't look like our problems <laughs> the true thank you. god <laughs> thank god for that well sometimes we do but it's okay but it's okay it's okay they they they're never insurmount they're never not surmountable exactly you know yeah so the true you is to borrow from the fault in our stars is when you look in the mirror and you're able to say okay okay yeah because okay is forever i love that that's how i see it Wow. You wait. Thank you for putting us on the spot. Thank you for putting us on the spot. So now, as we regrettably draw nearer to conclusion, mm. I say regrettably 
because this could go on for two hours, for three hours. We could make an <laughs> anthology on this. Like we could literally just have a whole series mm. of uh, Minky's mindful moments. Oh I think wow! Yeah. yeah, I think so. Ne? May, I'd yeah, like no, to I be think a part of that. Right, Thank you, right, yes. or Minky's masterclass, <laughs> or Minky's masterclass. So, what then? Or because I know, and Tsiko has now come to know. Um, you, 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 you read, you listen, and all of that. If mm-hmm. you had to give two people for someone who's trying to, because of course, anything that we listen to and read, obviously, is just but a guide. Mm. It can never give you the full step by step that's something you have to do. What then or who then would you advise? Who would you say someone should listen to as they try to now we're in Feb, Jan has passed someone that they can listen to or read mm-hmm. so that come October, December, February of twenty three when they look back they're able to say even in this new season i was still true to me i think top of mind brene brown okay whom i absolutely love uh-huh. i think she has a she has two or three podcasts mm-hmm. well yeah it's three podcasts or two i think um and she talks about a lot of what we discussed. Um, and, and she does a far better job. <laughs> oh, no. So no, no. I, I really love Brene. I love her books. I've been reading uh, The Gift of Imperfection, which mm-hmm. is like, I think, it's not the first book that she published, but yeah. it's one of the most popular ones. Mm-hmm. And I think it's quite accessible and easy to find. Yeah. And she speaks a lot about the, you know, the things around inherent worthiness, what gets in the way of connection, what gets in the way of like um, all of these like C's that, you know, communion with others mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think Brene Brown, definitely, I would say read and listen to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, make time and space for yourself to mm-hmm. hear yourself, whatever that means, whatever that looks like for you. So for me, it looks like recently just like hiking. Um, and just being out in nature so yes, that I can, ma'am. you know, detach myself, yes, yes. <laughs> from my physical surroundings yeah. and um, enter a new state, I guess, of awareness. Um, I'd, also, I'd also, I wouldn't say people should do this or like try, but I've always been a very experimental and curious person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I have a deep interest in like just you know people's perspective on our spirituality you mm-hmm. know and the big questions of life what does yeah. life mean what is yeah. purpose yeah. and all of those yeah. you know the good stuff <laughs> yeah. um and recently i found a book it's called the science of self-realization and mm-hmm. i think it's derived from the bhagavad gita okay. um and it's actually been so incredible mm-hmm. like i those who are like me <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> should probably give it a try. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like one of my favorite books to have found. It's yeah. such an enlightening read and it gives language to the things that uh, maybe are quite subtle in yeah. our awareness, but we all, you know, but are universal. We all kind yeah. of grapple with those things and yeah. it, it just gives you language for those things. Um, and yeah, I think those those three 
things, resources should yeah. be good. But most important, listen to yourself because you actually do know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, even when you don't, you are winning even when you're losing. Yeah. Uh, there's just a whole lot to yeah. be derived from oneself. So yeah. make time for you. Make time for you. One last time. Hashtag greatest episode ever. ever. <laughs> yes, yes, I <laughs> Thank you. You guys are really great hosts. No, so you're thank amazing. You, you are just so amazing. And this has been nothing short of amazing. And parting shots, the terrible tornado. Sure. No, I ju- I'm just grateful. Um, uh, I just hope that everybody who listens to this is going to find as much joy and knowledge and, I don't know, all the benefits that I got from listening to you. And, you know, you're very smart, eh? Um, I uh, think thank you. <laughs> well, you should have wisdom. your own podcast. Thank you. <laughs> To share your well, knowledge with the rest yeah. of the world. Um, thank you so much. I'm sure yeah. Kofi will hold me to that. Thank Definitely. you. Honestly, no, honestly. <laughs> Definitely. Um, there's so much that I got from this. And, um, you know, it's it's such, it's so great that we had to do it at the beginning of the year. I mean, it's still, it's still quite early. Mm. And, um, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of reflection that one has to go back and do just to ensure that whatever it is that comes along the way, because, I mean, there will be curveballs, you know, thrown at us. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That we one is equipped, you know, and it's really so fruitful to speak to people like you, um, who just ensure that wow, you give us thank the you. tools that is quite necessary for the road ahead. It's yeah. going to be a long one, <laughs> and yeah, I'm actually looking forward to it. And um, yeah, I believe we have the necessary tools and resources that we need going forward. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tsiho. Hashtag greatest episode <laughs> ever. Oji, parting shots. I think I'll just really dovetail on what Tehoe said. Thank you, because this has been such an incredible experience for me as well. Um, And I think it speaks to the quality of your presence, um, the both of you. I've just met Tehoe, but, you know, she's such a, like, just a beautiful spirit. So, Tehoe, I'll be hitting you up, girl. (laughs) Hit me up, girl. Hit me up. They, They always say surround yourself with, you know, the good people, I could use that. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And yes. just using this uh, podcast episode as an analogy, things grow when there's a nurturing and yeah. an enabling environment. Yeah. So whatever mm. new thing that you're doing, um, this I mean, this was an, a nurturing and enabling environment. So hence the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So yes, Amazing. do that. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Hashtag greatest episode ever. It remains a pleasure and an honor to continue to ride this wave with you to our special, brilliant, phenomenal, exceptional bastion of ebony excellence. Hey, (laughs) thank you so, so much. Those who had and will listen will hear and those who have eyes will see and so we thank you one and all for joining us for this wholesome this phenomenal this exceptional episode of light and of love of the green and white soapbox and we say to you all the black children out there as you continue to conquer this life thing 
Be what you can be. Learn what you must learn. Do what you can do. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, even today, your life and your world will be what you want it to be. That's your legacy beautiful. is all those that you have touched and will continue to touch mm-hmm. and influence. So in all things, just keep on living. Stay kind and be kind to one another. This is the Green and White Soapbox signing out. Bye. 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 <laughs>